fellow people of Earth and Spotify podcast listeners, welcome to this week's Flashback Fun and Breaking News mini-episode. As always, an enormous shout-out to all the medical and essential workers helping to combat COVID-19 on the front line. I tip my hat to you, or I would if I was wearing a hat. (laughs) Happy birthday today to actor Zac Efron, the late rock singer Chuck Berry, who unfortunately passed in 2017, skier Lindsey Vaughn, actor Jean-Claude Van Damme, movie actor Toby Rebo, country singer Riley Ging, Green, the late Gilligan's Island actress John Wells, who passed last December, the late actor Peter Boyle, Chuck Lore, movie actress and future first-time mom-to-be, Frida Pinto, TV actor Tyler Posey, and R&B singer Neo. Today is the debut date for 2002's The Ring, which I talked about last Wednesday as per Cassie Laughlin and Ryan McGrath's request. 2013's intense 12 Years a Slave, Escape Room, and the Carrie remake, the 1988 Roseanne TV show, the 2019 films Jojo Rabbit, Maleficent, Mistress of All Evil, Zombieland, Double Tap, and the Netflix film The King, Richie Valens' 1958 cover of the Mexican folk song La Bamba, the talk TV show, the 2019 Hulu limited series ad- adaptation of Looking for Alaska, along with a Best Picture winning musical from 1961 that I'll be getting around to for flashback fun shortly. Breaking sad news. The HollywoodReporter.com announced today that 84-year-old former Secretary of State Colin Powell the very first black secretary of state passed of COVID-19 complications today. The website said, in announcing his death on social media, Powell's family said that he had been fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. We have lost a remarkable and loving husband, father, and grandfather, and a great American, the family said. Peggy Cifrino, Powell's longtime aide, said he had been treated over the past few years for multiple myeloma, a blood cancer. The Powell's family's social media post did not address whether Powell had any underlying illnesses. Multiple myeloma impairs the body's ability to fight infection. And studies show that those cancer patients don't get as much protection from the COVID-19 vaccines as healthier people. At the White House, President Joe Biden said Powell embodied the highest ideals of both warrior and diplomat. Alas, Mr. Powell wasn't the only death reported by the website. Yesterday it said Ronnie Tutt, a legendary drummer who spent years playing alongside Elvis Presley and teamed up with other superstars ranging from Johnny Cash to Stevie Nicks, has died. He was 83. In a Facebook post early Sunday, Terry Tutt wrote that her father died at home, surrounded by his family. It is with deep sadness that my family and I share the loss of our beloved dad, Terry Tutt wrote. The legendary drummer Ronnie Tutt has left the building. Rest in peace. In much, much better news, Olivia Newton-John and his... 
and her other Grease co-stars are appearing on Dancing with the Scars for Grease Night this week. Fabulous news, Adele fans. Variety.com announced today, on November 14th, five days before the release of Adele's long-awaited fourth album, 30, CBS will air the two-hour special, Adele, One Night Only, featuring a concert performance that will be the earliest opportunity for most of the world to hear the singer's first new material in six years. The two-hour event will be broadcast Sunday, November 14th, on the CBS television network and available to stream live and on demand on Paramount+. Plus. To be filmed in Los Angeles, the special will include several of Adele's hits and several, as well as several new songs. The special will also include an exclusive interview with Adele by Oprah Winfrey from her Rose Garden, according to the announcement. In Adele's first televised wide-ranging conversation about her new album, The Stories Behind the Songs, Life After Divorce, Weight Loss, and Raising Her Son. Another Kardashian is no longer living the single life. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are going down the aisle. Elon Musk stated late last night, the couple got engaged on Sunday, August 17th, with the Blink-182 drummer popping the question at Rosewood Miramar Hotel in Montesino, Cali. The proposal took place in front of her loved ones, including Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, and a huge floral display. Courtney did posted about the proposal with the caption, Forever at Travis Barker. The 42-year-old Keeping Up with the Kardashians alum also shared photos of the couple embracing during the special moment. Speaking of stars get engaged, the website said this morning, the Real Housewives of Atlanta stars Farline Gubadia announced her engagement to boyfriend Jalen Banks via Instagram on August 18th. I said yes, Farline cash in a pic showing off her new rock. I have no clue how hashtag how at it's Jalen Banks pulls off the, this big surprise off, but I've not stopped bawling my eyes out. I love you, baby. Hashtag perfectly peanut. Filene and Jalen confirmed their romance earlier this year and announced on August 17th that they are expecting a baby together. We're adding another one to the another little one to the crazy bunch. Filene gushed in a YouTube video. It's Jalen's first baby, so welcome aboard. Sorry, Marvel fans. It appears the pandemic isn't done messing up Marvel film releases. Just last April, Thor, Love, and Thunder, and Doctor Strange and in the Multiverse of Madness were bumped to 2022 in order to make room for this year's Black Widow, Eternals, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but today's shop slash film.com announced Marvel shifted its release dates. Yet again. Thanks a lot, pandemic. The new release date chain reaction shift begins with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Instead of opening up on March 25th, 2022, the Doctor Strange sequel will now appear in theaters May 6th, 2022, forcing Thor Love and Thunder off that spot to July 8th, 2022. In turn, 
That move bumped up the highly anticipated Black Panther sequel, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, to November 11, 2022. Therefore, that move forced the return of Brie Larson's Captain America in the Marvels, i.e. Captain America 2, Captain Marvel 2, to fly out of the November 11th spot to February 17, 2022. The Marvel's new date, in turn, booted Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantum Mania out of that frame to July 28, 2023. An unknown Marvel film was also very slightly bumped up from November 10, 2023 to November 3, 2023. However, keep in mind, the release date for Guardians of the Galaxy Fall 3, which will begin filming soon, remains set firmly on May 5th, 2023, for now. I also have some bad news for Indiana Jones fans. While the fifth awaited installment is filming now, you'll have to wait nearly a year more to see it. Originally meant for July 29th, 2022, the film will now open on June 30th, 2023. The website also revealed today when it was first announced that Rob Zombie was remaking the monsters, many were fearful that the characters would get a gritty redesign. The same way his characters in his Halloween remakes suddenly had all matted hair and bathrooms that looked like the in-dive of punk dive bar. Saptics feel no more as Rob Zombie took to Instagram today to get the first look at Herman, Lily, and Grandpa Munster in front of 1313 Mockingbird Lane, a.k.a. On Set in Hungary. The photo confirms that frequent zombie collaborators Jeff Daniel Phillips, Sherry Moon Zombie, and Daniel Roback are playing Herman, Lily, and Grandpa, respectively. Premiering in the fall of 1964, the same year that audiences would fall in love with the Adams family, you might think The Munsters was a long-lasting show spanning decades considering the popularity and iconography of the show has continued for generations. In reality, the show was only on the air for two seasons. The Munster families were a collective of monsters based on the universal monsters in the 1930s. Patriarch Herman Munsters shares a striking resemblance to Frankenstein's monster and is happily married to the vampiric Lily, who dons a single white streak in her hair, just like the Tyler Bride of Frankenstein. Together, they have a werewolf son named Eddie, and the family also houses Lily's father, Grandpa Munster, who resembles Count Dracula, and their very conventional appearing niece, Marilyn. Despite the premature cancellation, the Munsters enjoyed a great life syndication and spawned multiple spin-offs films, and TV specials. On to flashback fun. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. I feel pretty, oh so pretty, oh so pretty and witty and gay. Today marks exactly 60 years since the iconic romantic musical West Side Story starring Natalie Wood Richard Raymer, Russ Tamblin, Rita Moreno, who will have a small part in the upcoming remake, and George Chakaris came to theaters.
Directors Jerome Robbins and Robert Wise's adaptation of the 1957 play based on William Shakespeare's famed Romeo and Juliet took place in the summer of 1957 and centers on the intense rivalry between the Jets and the Shark, two New York teenage street gangs of different ethnicities and a forbidden love story that blossomed in the middle of the turmoil. The 44.1 million grocer was up for 11 Academy Awards and danced away with 10, including Best Picture, becoming the record holder for the most wins for a musical, for a movie musical. Steven Spielberg's highly awaited remake, starring Ansel Elgort, Rachel Zegler, Corey Stoll, Mike Fast, Rita Moreno, Ariana DeBoss, and Brian D'Arcy James, sings and dances its way to theaters in the States December 10, 2021, after being delayed for a year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Did you know that to keep the tensions high, the actors in the rival games were ordered to play pranks on each other off the set? And Georgia Carras and Rita Moreno's Oscar-winning performance in this film was their, were their only Academy Award nominations. What's neat is before this film, George Chakaris was in 1954's White Christmas with Rosemary Clooney and Richard Raymer. Russ Tamblin would later appear on Twin Peaks, both the 1990 and 2017 versions, opposite Clooney's son, Miguel Ferrer. On to the second flashback fun topic. While there are lots of family-friendly comedic Halloween films like the Halloween Town series, the 2020 Netflix Adam Sandler film Hubie Halloween, The Witches, both the 1990 creepy version and last year's remake, Teen Wish, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Edward Scissorhands, etc. I'm focusing my attention to a 1974 black and white comedy horror by the legendary Mel Brooks, which was ranked number 28 on Total Film Magazine readers' list of the 50 greatest comedy films of all time and number 13 on the American Film Institute's list of the 100 funniest movies. It's alive! It's alive! Young Frankenstein, Brooks's spoof of multiple film adaptations of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein's from the 1930s starred the late Gene Wilder, Terry Garr, the late Cloris Leachman, Marty Feldman, Peter Boyle, Madeline Kahn, Kenneth Mars, and Gene Hackman. First came to life on December 15, 1974. The film, which needs no recap, earned 86.2 Abbey Normal million dollars. To help create the atmosphere of the earlier films, Brooks shot it in totally in black and white, which is, was a total rarity in the 1970s. Even decades later, the film continues to be a classic comedy to this very day. A stage version of it was on Broadway from 2007 to 2009. 
Did you know that Cloris Leachman improvised the dialogue in which Frau Blucher offers von Milk and Ovaltine to Dr. Frankenstein? That's all for this week's Flashback Fun, folks. But tune in Wednesday as Dune finally comes to theaters. This show hits a big milestone, one shared by a year mark shared by Winter the Dolphin and the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe on Thursday, and lots more. So until then, my minions, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your masks, and watch lots of movies either on DVDs, on streamers, or in theaters if you can get to them safely. See you then, my minions. Bye-bye.